Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Hi, I'm Orlando Crowcroft, World Editor at IB Times UK. You're listening to In The Field, our weekly podcast looking at the global stories that matter. I am very pleased to say that we have two of our reporters from Abbey Times here today who are just back from Holland actually this morning. We're with Isabel Gerritsen and Sophia Lotto-Paseo. We are going to talk about the elections. Uh, these two have been there for a couple of days, a few days, um, kind of getting the the uh, spirit of what's going on on the ground. Obviously, the elections now are on March 15th, um, so it's about one week to go. So, guys, what, what did you... Um, well, first, whereabouts did you go and kind of what what were people talking about? So first we went to Amsterdam for uh, the morning and then we went to the town of Fenlo, which is where the far-right party leader Gerd Wilders is from, um, which is at the border with Germany. And then we went around Rotterdam the next day and then day after still we went to the town of Follendam, which is one of the stronghold of the far-right party, PFF, and was visited by Builders himself the day before. We missed him, sadly, but he wasn't there for very long, just enough to drink a beer and have some fried fish, apparently. So He doesn't get out that much, does he, Builders? No, he, um, he stopped his campaigning because of this leak that um, one of his security guards leaked uh, confidential information to... Um, a Moroccan criminal gang. And, I mean, we feel he almost used that to to portray himself as the victim even more, and he halted all his campaigning for a week. Um, I mean, he still campaigned on Twitter for for that week. And then he um, decided to suddenly resume and go back, and he started in Volendam, which has always been... um, like Sophia said, one of the strongholds last election, they did very well there. So, I mean, he it kind of, I mean, yeah, it's very convenient that it happened that week. But, yeah. I mean, he, he does obviously have serious um, threats. 
And of course, you know, we can't forget Pim Fortune, who, who was killed. I can't remember what year, what year that was. This Pim Fortune was this um, Dutch politician who was possibly the first one to build a whole campaign around the idea that um, Islam had to be stopped um, in the country. And he was a very flamboyant, uh, very media-savvy kind of politician. He was openly gay, which was quite rare at the time. And he was uh, he was shot during his uh, his campaign in 2002 by a by a Dutchman who um, apparently was very much on the left side of the political spectrum and some sort of environmental activist. Um, and Wilders was actually in the news recently uh, steering controversy because he he said in an interview that Fortown had been killed by a Muslim person, whereas we everyone knows it's not true. Um, and he sort of took on the heritage of being for town in terms of occupying that political space that was left empty. And now he is the only person, I think, in the Dutch political environment who really voices that kind of um, dissatisfaction or opposition to immigrants and asylum seekers and Muslim minorities. And he seems to be still quite shunned from the rest of the politicians in the country, but it seems like he's growing a certain um, following among the population. I mean, you guys actually met and spoke to a lot of Muslims over there yeah. in uh, in Holland. How how are they how are they receiving all of this? I think I mean it's a very they said it's a very difficult time, obviously for Muslims around the world. And they've not only got to deal with what's going on in Holland, they've meanwhile watching the news and seeing what's going on in the US. And um, we've got Marine Le Pen coming up in France. So I think they said what frustrates them the most is that there's no um, engagement with politicians. So they actually invited Wilders to come speak at this debate they're having about the Islam. And they said that for someone who's so opposed to their religion, he should be willing to debate that in the open, especially if he's um, wants to become prime minister, but he he refused to go. And I think they said it wasn't just him, it was across politics. They, they don't feel represented and they don't feel listened to. One of the interesting developments in Dutch politics is the emergence of these two parties, actually, who are trying to address um, portions of the populations who don't feel represented by mainstream parties, specifically immigrant or second-generation Dutch citizens. Um, and one of these parties is um, is particularly popular among the Turkish and the Moroccan community. And when we went to Rotterdam and we went to an area near the mosque, we saw a lot of the posters from this party called Denk, which otherwise in most Dutch cities we visited, there wasn't that much campaigning or that many posters hanging around. But there, I think it was it was impressive, um, the amount of posters in support of this party, because I think that is one of the only ways that the Muslim community feels they are being represented by someone who really speaks to them and for them to a certain degree. And when we were speaking to Dutch people in the streets, um, that's something that the immigration didn't really come up right away as an issue. But when you were speaking 
to second generation Dutch people or people that have moved to the Netherlands and are now Dutch citizens and can vote, uh, discrimination and worries about discrimination was the first thing that they talked about when you asked them what matters to you in this election. I mean, he goes actually goes further than Trump in a lot of respects. I mean, he talks about banning, closing down mosques, and you know, the, I mean, that's that's some really kind of crazy stuff. I mean, it, that's something that they would find incredibly worrying. I feel um, many people we spoke to said that they're not actually that worried about it happening because. Um, because of the way the Dutch political system works, it's unlikely you would never have one party um, um, ruling the country. And also, they also, what they were saying is it's almost like he wouldn't see it through anyway, that it's all this big um, fear mongering and it's a campaign to just scapegoat one group of people, but it's not. Very few people took it seriously, including Muslims, which I was quite surprised about. Obviously, they, it's still very um, worrying, the language he uses, and it's led to a huge increase in hate crimes as well. We found a, a poster in Follendam um, that said why you shouldn't vote the PFF out of... It was the, one of the only posters we saw in the whole city, and uh, they were mentioning the articles of the Dutch constitutions that go... or they would protect, I guess... Um, people from what the PFF proposed, there were at least four articles that were quoted in that poster and they were saying don't vote the PFF because regardless of what they're actually proposing, it's actually not feasible because the Dutch constitution does not allow for these kind of policies. Voters, do they believe in that stuff? Do they believe in closing mosques and banning Sharia law? We got the impression the most common reason people are voting for him is because they're incredibly angry with the current government and they feel let down, um, they don't feel heard, so it's a protest vote, and they feel that if he does get the most votes, the government will be forced to, forced to listen. And Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And do something about it. Yes, I think that people are not so much interested in what he wants to do in terms of this idea of the Islamized the Netherlands. I think they find this slightly ridiculous in itself, but they do agree with the idea that there should be less immigration to the country, I think in general. And also they do, they are just tired of um, this coalition government system that basically does not allow for one political party program to be carried out fully, but obviously it's based on the idea of compromise between different political uh, factions. And in the eyes of these people, this doesn't lead to particularly efficient governance or they just feel like their voice is not heard and they see in Wilder someone that can shake up that kind of equilibrium and bring about some more uh, significant change. Although the actual uh, content of that change remains a little bit unclear and vague. How big a factor is the EU in this whole nexit, the idea that Holland will follow Britain? There's a weird crossover between you've got the Socialist Party on the fringe of the um, left-wing politics, and then you've got the far right, and there's a lot of crossover between their voters. Um, we spoke to several people who said that they're going to vote for the Socialists, and if they don't, they would vote for Wilders. Yeah, but the Socialists are campaigning around the idea of decreasing costs for healthcare, which is obviously very attractive, especially among the older part segment of the population, but also in general, I've spoke to people that are saying, yes, it is a really big problem. Um, there's a private health system in the Netherlands, but on top of the insurance cost every month, you also have to pay for a certain amount of um, money of your own pocket every time you use the, the health services. So. Now it's about 400 euro, up to 400 euros a year of health expenditure comes out of your own pocket on top of 100 euros a month of health insurance. So this takes a huge toll on, on families. You have benefits, but they're not that much. So the Socialist Party is really gathering a lot of support around this idea that they want to lower the cost and possibly even renationalize the health service. And this is actually a policy, a solid policy that would affect the life of a lot of people. And I think that's where people that could be agreeing with Wilder's ideas could vote for the PFF, but will vote for the Socialist Party instead, because they are rallying around an issue that affects their lives. Elizabeth, you touched on it before, but what, what you, the coalition issue and, and come the next day, if people vote Socialist and people vote PFF, what's government likely to look like? anyway on Thursday? It's really difficult to know. Um, I read somewhere in the Dutch press that currently 75% of voters are undecided. Um, it's There's so many parties, there's so... The, although that's always been the case in Dutch politics, I think it's the first time that um, the main parties are really struggling to, to win over their base. So Labour, the Labour Party has been completely destroyed after their coalition. Um, they're currently in the coalition with the conservatives i think i think it's looking likely that the vvd the current uh, party in government um in government will get the most votes but they've ruled out working with the far right and it's difficult to say because i don't know how they can kind of get around that problem if 
millions of people vote for builders, they're going to have to they're going to have to listen to that somehow. This government coalition seems to be um, very chaotic right now. The possibility of a government coalition would have to involve at least four different parties. So it will take. I think a considerable amount of time following the um, official election results to uh, carry, carry out the necessary negotiations and to come out with a with a coalition government. I think it will probably it will probably take a few months. Um, in 2012, it took a while, and at the time, it was two two clear winners of the elections were the BVD, so like the Conservative Party, so to speak, the Liberal Conservative and the Labour Party of the PFDA, they had a clear majority over everybody else. So it was a matter of the, the two parties sitting together and deciding how they were going to rule together from two different um, angles, two, two different positions for the next um, four years. And they succeeded in that, obviously, at the cost of the Labour Party's <laughs> um, majority of voters. But... Um, now, having negotiations with four parties will be a headache, no matter who wins. And I think it's unlikely that the first mandate to form a government will be given to Wilders, regardless of how many votes he gets, especially if he doesn't win a majority. I think the current prime minister, Mark Rutte, is most likely going to be given the first shot, if the polls indeed are right in saying that he's leading and his party will get the majority of the seats. I was in Denmark in June, I think, last year, just before Brexit, and everybody was talking about Brexit. Every day and I met asked me about Brexit. People were really following it. And is that the same in Holland? Are people really interested in what's happening, in, in not just in Britain, actually, but in the US with Trump? Or is it very much local issues, and the Dutch issues? That are... We had to ask specifically um, to get any reply, and I don't think people had particularly strong feelings but the Denmark would make more sense because Denmark is a lot less connected to the Re European Union. But the Netherlands was one of the funding members. Um, in general, it's a, it was already part of the Benelux uh, group, and they share such a huge border with Germany. There's There were so many German people in Dutch towns, and a lot of Dutch people are in German towns. I think the Netherlands feels a lot more connected to the European Union than both the UK and Denmark. And the latest surveys that I've seen don't don't show a majority supporting the possibility of leaving the European Union. But what does come up time and time again is this idea of Dutch values and people, whatever that means, um, and people not wanting the country to change. And I think this is partly why Wilders is gaining popularity because he's talking about... Um, immigrants coming in and um, enforcing their beliefs on the Dutch community. And this was actually, they had a debate last night and this was a big, big topic. And every party, even there's quite a few Christian parties in Holland and they've always um, had a strong base. And they, they're also very concerned about um, this idea of Dutch values being uh, overturned and uh, changed over time. So finally, tell us a little about the pieces that are going to come up this week, just in case our, our listeners want to check them out. So if you're interested in the political assassination of Pinford Town and how that contributed to the rise of Heart Wilders, that's one of the pieces that is coming up uh, by the end of this week. Yeah, he is, his whole rhetoric is all about 
um, putting himself on the front line for this idea of freedom and Dutch values. And his his biography or a book that he published in 2012 also is titled something like Martyr or something that at least shows how he's very willing of his, is very aware of his position as someone who has given up on his own personal freedom for the freedom of the country. But that's something only a minority of people believe in, I think. We've got um, a big piece on the reaction of the Muslim community. We've got interviews with the Imam of Rotterdam and um, the head of the Islamic University in Rotterdam. And they're talking, they talk to us a lot about politics, but they also talked about Islamophobia and the, um, the problems um, and the discrimination Muslims are facing at the moment. We will put in rich links to some of Sophia and Isabel's piece on the Acast. And if you're listening on iTunes, please rate and review us. And thank you very much, both of you, for your time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.